Welcome, you're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, release a new web, uh, website. Yes, every week we release a new website. <laughs> a new episode every Wednesday. The easiest way to remember is uh, to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook. YouTube and Instagram, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online. Could could we get a MySpace? To get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community, you can visit Kevin's MySpace page sometime. Uh, But, hey, we are continuing the series. (laughs) Got a special song waiting for you on the homepage. and leadership. This has been great. The first two episodes have been fantastic. Today is one 38. 138. A- attacking arrogance. Yeah. Attacking arrogance. I'm better than you. <laughs> My MySpace page, page, page is better yeah, than yours. I, I'm, just, I'm just all around better than you. Do you attack want me, me now? I don't understand. Am I supposed to attack? I want you Are to you attack, attack your again, arrogance. Oh, I got I don't you. think That's, I'm supposed to attack you. I thought you were attacking my arrogance. <laughs> That'd be like... <laughs> It turns into a martial arts podcast, <laughs> like all the arrogant people. UFC episode one three eight throat right, chops for the for the narcissist. <laughs> here we go. Uh, hey, and, and just a reminder uh, while you're laughing, we have a live audience from our staff here <laughs> at Highland Park Church. We're so grateful for you guys being here with us today. That's going to be fun. So we're in this. We are not going series. to attack their arrogance. No, <laughs> they're not. Just yours. Just- Just mine. (laughs) So we're in this series on who you are as a leader. Reminder, not your ability, your quality, not the size of your impact, the essence of your impact. We're not talking about your greatness, but your goodness. So, so far we have talked about the identity part of leadership. Who are you at the core? Is it good? Because that will have a ripple effect on everything you do. Last week, we talked about the other side of ego. We talked about increasing confidence and the idea that confidence can be built just like anything else, and we need leaders who are good to have confidence so they can create things that are good. Not just good leadership, but that they are good and a leader. Today, I want to hit the other side, and I want to talk about attacking arrogance. So a couple things we're going to jump into. We're going to talk about why arrogance is so dangerous. We're going to talk just for a second on how to identify arrogance, And then most importantly, we're going to talk about how to attack it. So first off, why arrogance is so dangerous? Here's my note. Arrogance eliminates the space for others and for the future, you. Arrogance eliminates the space for others and for the future, you. First, it eliminates the space for others. There's no room for team because there's only you. There's no room for feedback because there's only your perspective. There's no room for others gifting because you can already handle it all. There is no sense of community when arrogance is present. So arrogance eliminates the space for others and for the future, you. How can you grow if you're already great? How can you get better if you're already the best there is? And I think that is maybe one of the most debilitating things about arrogance is it locks people into their current state of effectiveness and it locks them into their current character. There is no room for you to become a better version of yourself in the future if arrogance is already present. Arrogance eliminates the space for others and for the future you. 
Now, that was a really, if I could just acknowledge, that was a really tame way of talking about arrogance. Yeah. Because we didn't jump into toxicity and manipulation and lies and all those other things, which are present yeah. when arrogance is present. But if we could just kind of make it more logical at the start. Um, from a faith side, we say like uh, C.S. Lewis described pride as the complete anti-God state of being. Wow. Which I just love. He's like, if pride is present, then there is no room for God in your life. Wow. One of the old uh, faith, and I don't use these. I don't know what they're called. Like just amorphisms. Uh, the idea that like it says the ego stands for edging God out. Have oh. you heard that? No. That's oh, it's a, oh look, that was yeah. new. I made that up. I got you. <laughs> Good job. I did not. <laughs> this idea that like, hey, when ego is excessively present, there's no room for God in your life. So that is that is a sense of hey, just briefly, why arrogance is so dangerous. Uh, just to touch on it for a second, how to identify arrogance. Um, I, I would just simply ask this question. How do you identify arrogance in your life? How concerned are you about your arrogance? <laughs> That's it. Wow. Like, if I'm not at all concerned about my arrogance, you're probably pretty arrogant. If I'm reasonably concerned about my arrogance, it's probably there's some. If I'm really concerned and go, hey, I've got some pride issues, you're probably not arrogant at all, which is just this crazy thing of to say, hey, if we're, this is my concern. If we're going to do this episode on attacking arrogance, everyone who actually needs to hear this episode is going to go, I don't have that much of a problem with arrogance. <laughs> but to say right. pride, ego, arrogance in some way is present within all of us. Okay, it is. If you're really concerned about it, I, I don't mean like debilitating. I don't mean like walking around like, oh my goodness, I just get scared to death of my pride. If you're aware of it, if you're aware that pride is an issue, it's really probably not that much of an issue for those around you. Right. If it's not on your radar at all, we need to put it on your radar because it eliminates the space for others and for the future you and for the work of God in your life. So we need to be aware of our level of arrogance. Now, how do we attack it? Okay. How do we go about eliminating excessive pride, excessive arrogance from our lives. If we are excessively arrogant, we will create unhealthy leadership. You may be phenomenally skilled as a leader, which means if you're arrogant, you have that much potential to create things that are disruptive, that are unhealthy, that are toxic at the core, that aren't good for those who are a part of it. So acknowledge how we're going to attack it. Arrogance is a preoccupation with you and your agenda. That is kind of how it works. It's obsessively focused on yourself. It is uniquely looking at you, your state of the world, your agenda, and what you're focused on. So even, and I want to acknowledge here, even if your agenda is helping others, you can still be arrogant. Like I have met people, I'm not going to name people, but I have met people who work for nonprofits that their focus is on doing good in the community, okay? Yep. Their focus is on helping others, but they're incredibly arrogant because they're the only people who think that they're doing anything. I got you. So it, there's the state of to go, I can't be arrogant, I'm here to help others. Yeah. Well, if you're the only one who thinks that your work is doing any good, then you are arrogant. Yeah. That's and good. you still have the same potential for toxic, unhealthy leadership. So good. arrogance is a preoccupation with your agenda. So the way we attack arrogance is we get ourselves off our own agenda. So here's a simple phrase. Serve where you can't get any credit. Appreciate 
where you have no authority and give where you have no leadership. Wow. Serve where you can't get any credit, appreciate where you have no authority, and give where you have no leadership. First, serve where you can't get any credit. I serve within our organization. I, I did it yesterday. Yeah. We were in a meeting. There were no chairs set up for the meeting. I set up the chairs. Nice. I did a good job. You did good. They were like in a nice circle. They were. They were and like there were enough. A, yeah, there were, yeah, there were enough. There There's were always enough. enough. Yeah. Ever enough, always enough, always more than enough. Always yeah, always we enough. have more than enough chairs. And it was like, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at setting up chairs. I want to acknowledge you that. Are. Years of experience. Okay. You want to talk more about that? Yeah. Okay. And this is why. Uh, when I serve, when I do things well outside my job description, here's ready. Lots of confession right here. Okay. I am not unaware of the impact that that has on the organization. So ready? Yep. I'm setting up chairs outside my job description, serving. Someone walked in and said, look at you setting up chairs. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Like when I serve, I am aware of the impact that it has on the culture. Right. I am aware of the precedent that I'm setting which is the organization, the culture that I want to be a part of building, that I want to be a part of modeling. And so even in my serving, I'm aware of the credit that I'm getting when I do it within my organization. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, how yeah. stupid is that? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> serve where you can't get any credit. Right. You need to serve in a spot that, that you're not tied to the outcomes. Right. That you're not tied to the impact. That's good. And, and I'm saying, like, that could be a program thing. That could be you go and serve in a different organization. At its best, it's a posture and lifestyle thing. Um, a friend who I was meeting the other day, I, I watched him. Uh, he pulled up to a restaurant. I was 30 seconds behind him. So he saw me pull in. In those 30 seconds, he started picking up trash outside the restaurant. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I just watched yeah. that, and I was like, this yep. is incredible. Yep. And it, it's things like that. It's to go. I am not tied. He's not tied to their bottom line. No. Unless if he's some, like, phantom investor, and I have no idea <laughs> on that. He's not. Okay? <laughs> Silent. But that has an impact. That changes your arrogance when you're willing to serve others that it doesn't impact in you, you in any way. You said a posture and a lifestyle. Yeah. And so, uh, I was, some would say serving is our calling. Oh, there you go. Look at you. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Love it. So first off, serve where you can't get any credit. Second, I, I feel like my confessions in here kind of make me feel a little bit like a monster. Right. Okay, to say like, when I set up chairs, I'm aware when somebody thanked me for setting up chairs. Right. But, uh, but you're saying don't do I understand what you're saying. Okay, cool. At the end of the day, it's, it's, that's, you're trying to find pockets. Yeah, there's would, this little piece of me when I confess stuff like this that always goes like, I know like other people have it in them, but there's always yeah. this side of me that goes, do people think I'm a terrible person? <laughs> oh, well, here we go. Second one. I like the honesty. Appreciate where you have no authority. Okay? Appreciate where you have no authority. And I, I think this is um, a book I read years ago called The Carrot Principle. It was this idea of specific gratitude as a means of motivation. Does that make sense? Yep. Specific gratitude. So it's like simple. Uh, I use this with my kids all the time. They're like, hey, thank you for getting up and unloading your portion of the dishwasher without anyone asking you. In that appreciation and praise, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to repeat the behavior. Yes. Okay? Yep. This is how we function. We are drawn to appreciation. We are drawn to praise. And it creates repeatable behaviors. So when I appreciate, I am aware of the outcomes that I'm leading towards. Yeah. 
That makes sense? Yep. So this is very similar to serve where you can't get any credit. You need to appreciate in areas in which you have no authority. Right. In which you're not tying, trying to draw it to specific outcomes. Because the idea is to say, like, hey, as I appreciate, as I praise others, I am aware. I am becoming more and more aware of the impact of others and what they can do. Yeah. I'm becoming more and more aware of the gifting of the team for us, for the congregation as the whole, and the impact that it has. But I need to make sure that I'm not just doing it here. So if I visit right. a church, I always give a positive word to those who are leading that church. Great. Uh, could I just confess this? Even if it's bad. Ooh, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I find... Something good. There we go. In which I can compliment and appreciate. Gotcha. And I good. don't do it. I, I, I do it for them because I understand what it feels like to get no feedback, yeah. to have no positive. I, I do it even more so for me. Right. I, because if I don't do that, it is easy for me to think that the church that I'm a part of is just the best. I've, and we're so much better in these other things. And to miss the significance really of good. the kingdom of God as a whole and the importance of every faith of community. That's a really good note because I know that in my life sometimes if I'm just doing it in the environments of which I'm in all the time, it becomes disingenuous that I'm just doing it because it's what I'm supposed to do because I'm employed or because that is yeah. the only place it does. But when you become that for everywhere, you it changes me. Yeah. And that's the whole goal. Yeah, and so like so often praise can become a tool to increase motivation. And you need to be able to appreciate without being able to see anything other than the impact of their elevated Powerful. move. Yep. So appreciate where you have no authority. And then last off is give where you have no leadership. Woo. And this is something, man, people hate this conversation. Um, <laughs> but it, this is like... I want to say this, like, if you're greedy, if you're selfish, if you're arrogant, generosity, financial generosity is the key. Like, this is designed in the human soul in how we operate, okay? Like, if we go all the way back, like Jesus is teaching, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah. Not where your money is. That It's not what you care about is where you'll put your money. It's where you put your money determines what you'll care about. That's great. That's the nature of it. And so if you're only ever financially investing in things that you're a part of and that you're doing, you're going to stay preoccupied with your own agenda. And so if that is a hold in your life, if that is a lock in some way, then you need to find ways to give where you have no leadership. Yeah. So for me personally, it is uh, financially supporting other churches and church plants. Like when that's something that I care about, but I don't have any tie to that. I'm not getting any credit for any of that. Right. And to say like <laughs> the the controlling part of me was to go, I'll give, but what they they should ask my advice. <laughs> they shouldn't just ask my yeah. they should ask for my advice. That's what yeah. I'd really help. Yeah. But I need to not be a part of it. I need for me not to be a part of it in some of those levels. To offer help if it's asked. Yeah. But to say, I need to be able to give. Where I have no leadership. That's got to be. Can I? Can I go? That for you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> for you, that's got to be. I mean, that's great that you know that about yourself in order to actually do it. Yeah. Because I can just imagine you going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let me say it is. Like shaking at your hand. Again. Can I help you with the uh, message? <laughs> first time I did it, uh, we uh, gave. What was it? We gave a thousand dollars to a church plant when our combined annual household income was $24,000. Yeah. 
Yep. That's a that. lot of money. Yeah. I when you're making $24,000, we gave $1,000. Yeah, and Bethany and made 20 of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure, yeah. yeah. I'm in a, a no-win situation <laughs> yeah. here. Yes. Um, and so when we were in that spot, I, we wrote the check for $1,000, and I complained for a month oh, wow. at how I thought they were misusing it. Oh, wow. And then yeah. I realized it's me that needs to change that's in this. That's what we do. That's yeah. really good. So that's the idea, to say, like, if we're going to attack arrogance— Arrogance is a preoccupation with our own agenda. It eliminates the space for others and for the future you. And we do that by getting off our own agenda, by serving where we can't get any credit, by appreciating where we have no authority, and by giving where we have no leadership. That's awesome, man. Uh, this is really good because I think all of us have a piece of us that, that one of those things we need to get better at and they touch at least some parts of our day or a week where we know that we're probably not living fully into some of those. I know I am for sure. Um, I, I, for everyone listening, uh, this, I want to put that, and you said this four times. I had three, said three times and said four. So this is just a note if, if, if you are part of Highland Park Church or you, you, you're here on Sundays. If Kevin, Kevin has so much content that he usually doesn't get to everything that he has. Fair. Uh, if he says something four times, you better write it Thanks, down because he, he's not, it's, it's really, he says arrogance eliminates the space for others and for the future you. Man, it almost is like if, if, if we're going to, uh, if we want to live into who God has created us to be, yeah. we better start yeah. here. Well, can, let's take it fun. Let's yeah. take it off leadership for okay. a second. Like for some people, they go. I'm not saying this is everyone, okay? I just want to be clear on that. I'm not saying this is everyone who's fallen into this because there's a tendency if I give this as an example, everyone's like, we said that about me and I don't think that's true. It might not be true. I don't know you. Right. There are some people, relationship after relationship doesn't work out. I say, there's no room for two people in that relationship. <laughs> there's too much of you. Yeah. You have more than enough of you and your arrogance and your ego that there's no space for someone else right. to enter in, to offer a thought, right. to help in any way. Yeah. And so it, it's a nature of to say, like, yes, arrogance is toxic in leadership. More significantly, excessive arrogance is toxic in life. Yeah. And communities can't form. Things can't happen if there's too much you as part of the process. Uh, I'll just I'll do a little. For me, like, uh, one of the things I always have to try to be aware of, and it's really hard, is that we will use our experiences as uh, the truth of yeah. things. And it becomes, an well, I know because this is what happened. Yeah, we before. universalize what and, is unique. Yeah, and so uh, for me, that's where I can easily become arrogant. I'm like, well, it worked this way before. It's going to work this way again. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that I have to be constantly aware of that, hey, just because, would you use the word the other seasoned? Or seasoned people? Yeah. Uh, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting seasoned. I'm not, you know, I'm not 30 anymore. I'm 32. Um, but, um, <laughs> but like, you know, as you get older and you have these life experiences, it's easy to be arrogant around what you think, you know, as if it's the That's only great. thing that it could ever exist. You know what I mean? And as we get older, we have to make sure that we pull back that arrogance of experience and make sure we're open to the new. There's a difference between learning patterns and principles, right? When you have gone through life, you learn some patterns of how life works, but those patterns aren't necessarily rules for how it always works. That's and exactly so being right. able to differentiate that yep. is humility. That's huge. Hey, wrap this up. 138, attacking arrogance. Yeah, I just say simply, 
Arrogance creates toxic leadership. It's there in some way. Don't let it sit there. Attack it. Whoop. All right. Thank you for joining us uh, today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, and mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. And uh, we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn, to become a better leader. Make it count. <laughs>